Welcome to Loud in Tech, the podcast where we dive deep into the world of technology and culture. In today's show, we'll be discussing a range of fascinating topics, including flattening ASTs and other compiler data structures, the use of Emacs Lisp shorthands as a namespacing system, and a throwaway GPT inference repository on GitHub. We'll also take a look at creating local malicious Git repos, shifting perspectives on psychedelic drugs, and the exciting realm of GPU-accelerated SMT constraint solving. Plus, we'll explore the power of writing as a form of thinking and the convenience of easily migrating your codebase with GPT-Migrate. And finally, don't miss our discussion on Moneyball for software teams, an imperfect heuristic for quantifying dev performance. Stay tuned for an exhilarating episode ahead. Before we dive back into more tech goodness, let's give a shout out to our fantastic sponsors and my personal favorite software in the entire universe, Mason. Picture this, a world where a solo founder can take on an e-commerce giant. Sounds like a superhero movie, right? Well, meet Mason. This AI shopping co-pilot is here to save the day. Mason swoops in to guide shoppers as they shop, making sure they find exactly what they're looking for. Did I mention it's like having a secret weapon against the Amazon tax? Oh yeah! Mason will help you break free and skyrocket your sales. Head over to GetMason to join the revolution. That's GetMason.io. And in this next segment, we cover Tech Compiler Insights. In the world of interpreting expressions, a new technique called flattening has been introduced. This technique takes a fresh approach to improve performance. Instead of going through recursive evaluation, the interpreter now scans the expression pool from left to right, ensuring that sub-expression results are readily available when needed. Think of it as an extra-flat interpreter, but wait, there's a catch. This extra-flat approach requires random access to a large state vector. However, the performance improvement it brings compared to the recursive interpreter is a whopping 8.2%. Flattening the AST abstract syntax tree, data structure even leads to a bytecode interpreter, just like the ones used in language implementation. If you're interested in diving deeper into the world of data structure flattening and its applications and compilers and other performance-oriented domains, we've got some further reading materials for you. The clever bunch of researchers have developed a method of GPU-accelerated SMT constraint solving. By using traditional fuzzing techniques and throwing random data like confetti at the formula over thousands of threads, they were able to achieve some seriously high-throughput SMT constraint solving. We're talking about a mind-boggling 23 billion executions per second, and how well they modified the JFS SMT constraint solver to run on a CUDA-enabled GPU and use some fancy random number generators for input generation. Curran turned out to be the fastest of the bunch, clocking in at a whopping 24 billion execs per second. But hey, it wasn't all fun and games for these researchers. They had to battle the heat as well, especially when using the GPU-intensive K80. But that didn't stop them. They knew that maximizing executions per second was crucial for the performance of the fuzzing loop. So there you have it, folks. The Osiris Lab researchers have shown us that when it comes to solving complex problems, sometimes you just need to add a little GPU magic. These next few minutes are around Lisp and namespace. It's time to say goodbye to those pesky naming and versioning issues thanks to a new programming language called Unison. Unlike other languages, Unison uses a unique hash for each piece of code, eliminating the need for namespaces altogether. 
Finally, programmers can stop pulling their hair out over global namespace conflicts. Whilst it may take time for code-level dependencies to be implemented, we can rest assured in the promise of Unison's exciting new world. This segment is about culture and mindset. Shifting views on psychedelic drugs have led to a need for a new category to classify them. Picture this. NFL star Aaron Rodgers, rapper Jaden Smith, and even former Texas Governor Rick Perry all attend the Psychedelic Science 2023 conference. Turns out, Americans are starting to shift away from stigmatizing psychedelic drugs and recognizing their potential benefits. You heard that right. Psychedelics are being considered as treatment options for addiction, depression, and PTSD. But here's the catch. Categorizing these drugs is like trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. They can be recreational, medicinal, and yes, even religious sacraments. They have a history that's as complex as a Rubik's Cube, and they defy existing labels. These substances have been used for medical purposes, religious rituals, and recreational fun. But guess what? They're currently labeled as Schedule 1 drugs right alongside heroin and methamphetamine. Talk about outdated and harmful. We need a new category that accurately reflects their safety and their various uses. Hey there, it's time for another intriguing story from the Bite Tank. Today, we're diving into the importance of writing as a form of thinking. We all know how those fancy language models make it seem like machines can write better than us, but hold on a sec, something important gets lost when we let machines take over the writing process. You see, writing isn't just about regurgitating information, it's about exploring different perspectives, diving deep into a subject, and coming to meaningful conclusions. So whether it's taking notes during those endless meetings, jotting down reflections on books, or capturing your thoughts on that mind-blowing movie, writing helps us flex those thinking muscles. And let's be honest, we all want those muscles to be super buff. So let's not underestimate the power of pen and paper, or should I say keyboard and screen, in helping us truly engage with the world around us. Keep those thoughts flowing and stay tuned for more wild stories from the Bite Tank. In a world where software development teams strive for greatness, one blog post dares to ask the question, can we measure dev performance? This post, titled Moneyball for Software Teams, an imperfect heuristic for quantifying dev performance, dives into the fascinating world of using data to evaluate the productivity of software teams. But that's not all. Prepare to have your programmer myths shattered as the author takes a deep dive into the truth about CPU caches. And if you thought coding was all about the money, think again. The author shares their personal journey to financial independence as a software engineer. But wait, there's more. Discover the shocking truth about low-quality software and the struggles of working with outsourced development teams. And finally, get ready to challenge everything you thought you knew about software testing. This blog post will have you rethinking everything you thought you knew about software development. Listen on for the full story. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Loud in Tech. We covered a wide range of topics including flattening asts, Emacs Lisp shorthands, GitHub projects like a 1GPT and Git, landmine, shifting views about psychedelic drugs, GPU-accelerated SMT constraint solving, the power of writing as a form of thinking, and even a tool to easily migrate your code base. And don't forget our discussion on Moneyball for software teams. Stay tuned for more exciting tech and culture discussions on Loud in Tech. 